hello hello everyone and welcome to injecting podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives how's everyone this week hey i'm good thanks make sure that you leave us a five-star review on spotify and apple podcasts and use the hashtag injected podcast on twitter how are you yep yep yeah i'm good i'm good to be honest i'm having an all right week this week okay mm. update guys i got i got the money back from the, the oh, scam that i got good. scammed last week yeah <laughs> so i got i got my money back um but yeah this week ouch um and you said at the end oh, of last week I'm as well trying. money's coming money's coming yeah money's coming <laughs> and i'd like yeah and, and i've just had things kind of come through as well today um which has been all right so it's just like yeah yeah, money, money always co- money will come. It will come, mm. um, and treat your, treat yourself to the things that you that you like within your means, of course. But um, yeah, guys, you got this. I believe in you, and all <laughs> of that. But yeah, so that's that's yeah. So, but I'm a bit like I'm in the middle of trying to move and everything, and we don't even know if we can move into the place this week. Like we're meant to move in, we're meant to get the keys on Thursday, this Thursday. Yeah. Um, but like it's a new build. I don't even know if it's going to be ready. Um, so I don't even know if we will be able to move in, and I have to move out this weekend, <laughs> regardless. <laughs> so yeah, so. Yeah, I don't really know what's going to be happening, but yeah, mm. we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Well, if you you end up homeless, you can stay with me. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Oh, at least I've got options. I've got yeah. options. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Um, but yeah, so that that's me. <laughs> nice. Um, I guess my update is that if you follow me on Instagram, you'd know someone has tried to catfish me, or someone has tried to be me on Hinge. So they've. <laughs> created a catfish They're catfishing other people yeah of me and the profile says um the name is oh, what the fuck is it it was something. like sarah or something in it sarah yeah and she's a mom she's 29 and she works in law she's a oh, lawyer jade. it was jade oh it's jade yeah it was jade and um all of this stuff like she's a mom i was like for fuck's sake 29 do i look 29 and then um mm-hmm. I basically found out about this because a guy that I matched with on Hinge years ago messaged me and he was like, someone's trying to be you on Hinge. And I was like, what the fuck? And then he sent me the screenshots and stuff. I was like, oh no, this is not good. But I don't really know what to do. I've just like, I I told him, can you report it please? And he said, yeah. And then he asked me out on a date. I was like, go away. Like I'm traumatized. (laughs) Hinge has traumatized me from this. Like Uh, proceed to chat you up. (laughs) I know. It was kind of like, maybe Maybe he made the page as an excuse to chat with me. <laughs> He's Jade. <laughs> yeah. But the, the reason like someone, I find it really weird because I came off private for about two, three days because I wanted to tag a brand in something, either on my story or on my page. I can't really remember now. And I tagged them mm-hmm. and then I left myself off private um, for a little while. And then within that time, they'd snatched up pictures from like 2018 of me when I was like a teenager and stuff. And I just thought people are actual weirdos. Like they're very, very weird. There's pictures Mm -hmm. of me from years and years ago on this hinge. Like it's so creepy. I'm finding it weird. Sorry, this is so like off topic. Mm. I'm finding it crazy that you're saying like in 2018, you're a teenager. I think I was when I, hang hang on, hang on. I think you were. (laughs) Uh, no, maybe I was 20. Maybe I was yeah, 2018 wasn't that long ago. I moved, I moved to London in t- 2018. I was 23. So I was probably about 20. Maybe it was 2017. Yeah. Because I was definitely around 18, 19 when the picture was yeah. taken. It's crazy though. Like I'm just thinking like, because like 2019 was, you know, the last year we were outside, like the mm. best year before... Mm the covid nonsense before the panoramic and like and it doesn't seem like it was that long ago but it's getting longer and i'm just deep in like i've almost been living in london for four years that is a long time it is that's (laughs) madness Mm. wow yeah anyway sorry way off topic carry on (laughs) no it's all right that's just my story i don't have anything else to share i'm just a bit like confused as to who's just fucking jumped on my profile to take all of my old pictures i just find it weird yeah it is weird it is weird 
Mm. And it is annoying. Like, can you just not, can you just not have my face out there? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I'm like cute, I have, but... <laughs> like, what I want to do with my pictures is what I do, but like, I'm sorry, that's not, that, that necess- that wouldn't necessarily be how you would, you probably, you might not have used all of those pictures on a dating profile for no, certain I wouldn't. reasons. There's one with me fucking holding a basketball when I did a modeling shoot, like, when I was yeah. a model back, at, back a couple, maybe last year, year before, and it's like, excuse me I would not be putting this on hinge <laughs> literally just mad mad but mm. yeah that that is madness um, yeah. anyway so it was Windrush Windrush Day on the 22nd of June which has just Woo. passed um, but yeah so shout out to all of our ancestors who you know, were invited to come to the UK to have jobs because the UK needed help rebuilding after the Second World War, after the First World War, after the wars. Mm-hmm. Um, to and then you know to then be treated like shit and get deported. <laughs> um, like 50, 60 years later. Mm. Um, so yeah, shout shout out to you lot. You know, we love you. And yeah. this government, we're still shouting for our reparations. Don't you worry. <laughs> don't you worry <laughs> yeah we won't stop we won't stop <laughs> mm. um, but yeah yeah happy windrush day i didn't really do happy anything windrush to celebrate day. i didn't go to any events i i made caribbean oh, no, food actually day. and i was quite did you yeah i made it over the weekend before though so it okay. kind of kind of spread out throughout the week but i mean mm. i guess like i don't know because i just feel like whenever i cook it's Caribbean food in it. <laughs> is it? With me it's not. Well I guess. Well no, like I guess because like well when I like cook like a Sunday dinner and stuff, it's like Caribbean kind of, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Cause it's just like, you know, chicken and rice and whatever. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean But it's, um, like, it's not all the time I'll make bakes, but Yeah. I got some Aki, six pound Aki from oh, the fucking tasty. shop. Six pound, um, well. I know, I know, but I had some ackee. Obviously, I can't have the salt fish because I'm vegan, so I just um, mm-hmm. just seasoned it up with all the veg. And then I had some mac and cheese, vegan again. And then Ooh, I just tasty. had some like greens and uh, rice and peas. And then I had vegan, mm. vegan. Well, I had tofu, and I jerked it up, and it was so good. Like I haven't oh, ever was it made. Good? Yeah, jerk tofu. I cut it up into mm-hmm. little bits so it wasn't like chunky, yeah. and it tasted so good. And then just Ooh, other bits, bit of coleslaw, vegan coleslaw. It was actually really nice. It was a really nice meal. That that does sound good. That sounds like a good, mm. like a like a tasty Caribbean Caribbean dish. That does sound good. Yeah, I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. Well, you celebrated a bit. I didn't do nothing, but like I've just been <laughs> stressing about how I'm going to move. I've started to throw away yeah. stuff. Um, mm. and I started to empty out a bit of my wardrobe and I've just got shit everywhere and it's just stressing me out I don't like it but mm. hopefully in like Whatever. two weeks it will all be over or a week it will all be over and yeah, I don't just have to worry anymore next, this time next week I want mm. to be in that place and just everything fine and just to be recording whatever needs to be recorded in the new space mm-hmm. um but yeah oh yeah guys public service announcement we are now back on YouTube well hopefully mm. um, and we will because obviously we've been doing our Love Island reviews at the end of every episode we're feeling that our episodes were getting a bit too long and we thought <laughs> let's just do the Love Island review separate we'll bring out weekly um, mini-sodes of reviewing Love Island which will also be available on YouTube so check us out on there and hopefully we're going to hopefully try the video function on Spotify so maybe you'll be able to um, see us on Spotify also but yeah mm. go and do it yep, yep. We're, we're gorgeous <laughs> we are stunning and yeah you need to see um, Diana's cane rose they're lovely mm. they're beautiful also I went home and I saw my granny and she said she loves my hair so <laughs> there you go there you go I find like to be honest I find like white people actually love braids oh my god I don't want to say too much but like, I went into work and then someone was like have you seen the, <laughs> have you seen that video it's a TikTok of a girl with her braids like a black girl with her braids and then white woman's reaction and it's um uh, you know when I see you when I see you the, the bit <laughs> oh, where yeah. she's like I love it I love it I love it <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, I've seen it 
I've seen it. That's a white hilarious. woman, a white woman, when she sees a, a black girl with braids, it's so true. It's yeah. like, please calm down. You don't need to they overcompensate. Love it. <laughs> they love it, and especially you know, like um, kind of when dating, when like white guys who like black girls, they love it. Mm. They go for black girls when they've got braids all yeah. the time. Yeah, all the time they love they love braids they love it <laughs> literally it's like please I know I know they look cute but it's like you're making me think that they're not cute the way that you're just all over like me like a rat no, like, but, like, oh. no but they are cute that's why they love them so much mm. You like, yeah, like they love them. My granny, like, she went out of her way to prove that she likes him. She was like, "Yeah, I really like the style." And it's like you don't need to go into detail. Just like say, like, my hair and stuff. <laughs> no, but she likes the style. She was just letting you know. She was being she's nice, like, and you were worried as well. Yeah, she was like, "I prefer them to the other ones." I was like, "Okay, okay, stop <laughs> That's it now." It's too much, too much now. <laughs> too much, too much. You don't need a preference. Just say that you like it. Just say that you really like this one. The end, please. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we want to talk about our favorite person in the UK right now, Mick Lynch, mm. running like just being. Um, so basically, he's union leader, right? Fuck knows. Hang on. Okay, something like that. Anyway, I, so he's like, I thought he worked for the railways. Hold on, Mick Lynch. No, but for the unions. Oh, so he he's representing the u- union. Yeah. Okay. So he's talking on behalf of the, all the unions for nation, for the national railway strikes. Yeah. Okay. And this is the biggest strike since 1989. Mm. And I had some more notes on it. Is this here? Uh, this guy. Everyone loves this guy though. And I really do yeah. love him. I love him as well. Cause like, I find it so, cause like, okay. You see the media, they are very anti-strike. They're really trying to push this propaganda of like, oh, the strikes, you know, is so bad. It's just, it's just such a nuisance to the to the public. And it's just like, sorry, like everyone in the public are actually quite supportive of people trying to get their money and actually mm-hmm. like standing for their rights. Because I'm sorry, if people aren't getting paid enough and um in line mm-hmm. with the rates of inflation, like I'm sorry, yeah, be striking because the government aren't listening to us. And I just feel like. It's just so empowering to see this. And every time Mm. Mick Lynch speaks and all he does is bring facts, these people are really trying to shame him. And he's just like, and he is just like, every time he comes back with facts and they look stupid. Like, Mm. (laughs) they all look so stupid. They're really trying it, but he's just like, baby, it's not gonna work on me. Like, literally. They're trying the most minor things as well. Like, they're really going in on silly things like his Facebook picture. And then I've just read, you know, (laughs) Good Morning Britain, Richard, the, the guy who presents uh, his his opening yeah, yeah. question to this guy was are you or are you not a Marxist because if you're a Marxist then you're into revolution and into bringing down capitalism and it says Lynch smirked and replied you do come up with the most remarkable twaddle I gotta say opening an interview <laughs> with that nonsense and it's true I've, it's like it these people true. won't rest and so what if he's a Marxist like so what I've if he's what? into bringing down capitalism least, we should all be into bringing, bringing down change. capitalism because we're suffering uh, <laughs> we are we are suffering here and like and as well even when you see him on everything and he's bringing up the facts he's talking about how um he's talking about us living in austerity for the past 12 to 13 years he's like mm. he's just bringing up everything he's talking about how how Rich people who have yeah the rich are getting richer how people who actually have stable incomes and actually good paying jobs are now turning to food banks he's giving mm-hmm. all the facts and he's just like look we are just we are striking for a reason and he's also trying and they're also looking at um talking to the other unions in different sectors mm-hmm. as well so i think um next um ba is looking at striking um those are the yeah, next stri- are. um strikes mm-hmm. which fantastic look i know it's gonna mess up our holidays whatever but know what like these people they've been working in a pandemic like they're they're understaffed right now because and which is partially because of brexit as well 
um, mm. being understaffed. And you know what? Like, yes, we need to be striking because this government aren't taking us seriously. Yeah, stop them from going on holiday. Yeah, let's stop them. Yeah, people um, need to strike. Like, barristers are striking yeah. because the cuts to legal aid. Teachers are striking because there's they, they don't get fucking pay rises often. Mm-hmm. And they, they have such crazy jobs. Like, the amount that they have to do for such a low salary is ridiculous. I'm just ridiculous. I'm enjoying seeing it because... It, like what we've been saying before white people in this country you're also suffering yeah <laughs> and you keep voting in the same government government it's nice like, to see people actually talking and being like no we're done with this and this is what but, we like to this see is the thing. come together this is what this is what we've needed though and this is what the white people have needed because the thing is is that like they didn't want to listen to corbyn they weren't listening properly mm. um yeah and then like all they had to do was run a smear campaign against him the conservatives all they had to do run a smear campaign against corbyn and then that's what that that was the only reason why yeah. they didn't vote that they're way they're trying to do in the same best interest. a whole smear they're campaign trying. they're really trying mm. to do that with him but he's coming with the facts and he's coming saying like look you guys can keep trying but this isn't even about me like yeah. i'm representing I'm representing everyone. I'm representing this union and yeah. I'm trying to get these negotiations on the table. Like these people and when the the people who are do like questioning with their journalists and they're trying to lie saying how mm. oh yeah but they asked for negotiations and he's like no they didn't. No like mm. if they did show me where they asked me then because I yeah. like I'm the I am right now he's the at the forefront of this. So mm-hmm. if he hasn't received nothing, then he hasn't received nothing. And like these people are still trying to lie and pretend yeah. like, like, like he's the, like he's face. the issue. <laughs> Literally, yeah. and it's it's just and his it's energy. funny because he just he's... laughs at them. Literally, his unbothered energy is something that we could all yeah. learn from. Like when when more people are going on these shows with these awful presenters. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, all you've got to do is have, have your facts laugh. with you and just sit yeah. back and let them embarrass and themselves. Let, and let because them embarrass themselves. They're doing exactly. the job. They look yes. s- crazy, some of them. There's they that look, Kate literally. Berkeley or whatever her name is. She, she looked like was she was on drugs. Mad. Yeah, like, literally. what's going on? She's like, I'm talking about the, the minor strikes. Mr. Lynch, like, Mr. Lynch. Uh, she's like, well, does this look like the minor strikes? She's <laughs> <laughs> like, look around. Look around. Like, well, what do you think a picket line does? Like, what do you mean? We're going to do a picket line. Like, well, are you going to be doing a picket line? Like, 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 like what? Like yeah. the minor strikes. Does this look like the minor strikes? <laughs> like, there was like sorry, this, three men in the background with like, <laughs> yeah, just with their with their yeah. sign. They're just, they're just like, it's like, what do you think we're going to do? We're just going to convince, we're just going to ask them not to work. Mm, like the easy. end. Literally, I just, I love the energy from him. And you know what? Thank you. And yeah. like, yeah, let's let's keep these strikes up until the government listens. You know, I want to see, like, apparently doctors have been talking about striking, which obviously, like, mm-hmm. yes, it will be very taxing on our NHS. Gosh, but I'm yeah, sorry, doctors, gonna... aren't, doctors aren't getting paid enough, though. I'm sorry, they're yeah. not getting paid enough. Like, they should strike. Nurses should strike. And as well, who else should strike? The people who are working in the shops. Shop, yeah, the shops, yeah. the the um, supermarkets should strike because I'm sorry, they have been frontline workers this whole pandemic, this whole parent panoramic, um, who have been working constantly. Mm. There's people on the shop floor, and the you people know, the in only... the railways, the people on TFL, and they deserve, they should strike, and they deserve pay rises. Yeah, the only thing about NHS is that when they strike. The people mm, the who won't be able to stops. afford the private medical care are the ones that are going to suffer. But, so it's like the poor people. No, but the people. thing is, the way medical care works in this country, like mm. private doctors also work for the NHS. Oh, I see. Hmm. So like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, but, it has got to happen. Like you can't, you can't get at the tables and negotiate with these people because people have been trying. Mm. This is when mm-hmm. like, you, you need to be out people need to be out protesting and out, yeah. out you know striking but then there's, there's nothing but then wrong with the it. protest bill yeah and everyone's gonna end up in jail at least we'll all be in jail together but at least we're all striking instead let's unionize, unionize. like yeah. I, bet, I bet you wish you didn't you didn't pass that protest bill now pretty like you dumb bitch um but now like i think everybody has a right to strike this government need to fucking listen 
Mm. Because, and I like that they have that they've held on because I'm sorry the mm-hmm. government had a chance to negotiate between the big strikes like in mm. the days to actually and they wouldn't have striked if they if they could come up with good negotiation but they yeah. didn't so yeah. while the government are trying lying. to blame yeah the government mm. are really trying to blame um the union and the, and the striking and they're trying they're trying to blame it on the people striking being like oh it's so selfish and you're just disrupting the public but the thing is is that like you know what who cares like at the end of the day people who are from the public also work on these rail on these railways mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. people want it's a pay true. rise and i'm sh- and i'm sure some people want a day off as well <laughs> Like I, yeah, I'm sure yeah. would rather stand there than be working for like my my minimum bit of pay that I can't even use to buy a train ticket. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think as well. Like I think you said, was it your granddad who worked on on the railways? When yes, he, it was. Yeah, my, like a lot yeah, of our my granddad's granddad. aunties and uncles have all worked on on the railways. Yeah, so it's on like, the British on British railways. Everyone yeah. would be proud. I'm I'm glad that they're doing it. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that they are as well. I'm glad mm. that they are as well. But yeah, like um Mick Lynch, we're here. <laughs> we're here for you. And yeah, <laughs> we're gonna keep talking. We're gonna keep talking about this. Um mm-hmm. yeah, next next topic. Okay, so um yeah, so the Roe versus Wade um overturning of the of abortion rights um was passed, <sighs> which is terrifying. It's- it's absolutely it you know when something's shocking but not shocking because it's like America's fucking mad, but at the same time yeah. it's it that doesn't take any sort of pain or um hurt away from how awful the situation is for mm-hmm. everyone in America, mm-hmm. not just women, not just non binary people, but men as well, because people can't yeah. plan Afford. for families. Like you no. yeah, there's there's contraceptive methods but they don't always work like a lot of us know that they don't always work yeah so it's it's just sickening because people are going to end up having really dangerous abortions girls non-binary people women are going to end up dying Mm -hmm. all because like six people in a room were just like yeah the bible says this yeah so let's follow the bible let's let's make but then um well i found it really interesting so guys i will I will say to listen to Kalechi's podcast, like she she articulates it so, so, so well, but how she's mentioned about this whole, it's like this ideology of them, of the whole MAGA um, mm. movement. And it's this whole idea of basically like 60% of abortions would have been white, white children. And it's mm. this whole idea of trying to make America a white, white population interesting um, and just that yeah. and all of this stuff but um definitely listen to Kletch's pop um podcast say your mind because she articulates it a lot a lot better than i can but i just found that really interesting how like m- the more of the because the, even like one of the comments in where when um this woman who was talking about it and how she was happy that mm. it was passed she was there saying we are saving a lot of white lives right. she said that yeah. i didn't and understand like, that at first what do you mean? until like until you've just said that i thought i just yeah. watched it i was like who is this fucking moron but now <laughs> you, you said that wow like that it's actually yeah. a whole agenda that's yeah. just ugh, vile which is crazy and as well like even in a in a country where it's like it's even expensive to get abortions it's expensive medical care you can't pay for it medical care mm-hmm. isn't free for children and you want to Very force true. people you want to force people to to have children when in when they might be in a position where they where they financially and or physically cannot cannot do it mm-hmm. and mentally just, cannot do it there's so much wrong with this because like not only does it completely take away people's bodily autonomy but it also mm-hmm. like the fact that you're you could be dealing with some sort of trauma and like yeah. you, the child could have come to fruition from like violence from rape yeah. etc it's like you've got to go through all of that and you've got to try the, and, and the thing is like even yeah. coming back to like the violence aspects mm. and stuff 
like so in some so some states can set their own rules of like oh it can be it can abortion can be allowed if it was through violent means blah 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 however though so you want to put these women that you want to replay that whole trauma for them to actually to because they now have to build a case for why they want an abortion to relive all of that Mm. and then so and then that's judgment is going to be in someone's hands to decide if if they are allowed to have one or not Mm -hmm. like it's already a traumatic experience to even choose to Mm. choose to um, go through termination so like and you want to put more women through that that trauma and non-binary people and um non-men um or like Mm. or people with a uterus you want to put more of those people through that trauma to to for proof and it's just weird i just feel like it's just weird this so-called um united states which is meant to be she's meant to be the land of the free like but there's no but there isn't complete freedom of choice freedom of will this it don't make no sense like your this this so-called country was founded well was founded on immigrants on the back of immigrants for one and was founded on this whole idea of the American dream and being free and being able to do whatever you want and being able to make it, but this is what it you're doing. It was never going to happen though, because like, it, how can a, a country be built on freedom when the people from Europe it's who went over the there slaves. were absolute savages and yeah, like tore apart the Native American communities and did yeah, awful killed, things, genocide. Yeah, like horrendous things. Like it was never going to be the land of the free. It was going to be the land of the free for white men. It wasn't going to be the no, land of the, the free is, for everyone. The land, the land of the free. From what I understand, sorry, sorry, um, any of our uh, US listeners, if I get this um, mm. incorrect, but from what I understand, the land of the free, it that has come from when um, the US cut ties with the British Empire. Um, and that and the and um this that civil war from what i understand mm. and that's what the whole land of the free and the freedom comes from from what i understand sorry guys like let's know if we if we're completely incorrect obviously like we're from the uk <laughs> and, and like US history at school <laughs> our, our american history literally comes from disney channel for me uh, <laughs> <laughs> and just watching american tv shows um you know joey because, Badass, like, the rapper he's got a good song called land of the free and like that whole album yeah it's really really good um, but yeah, uh, is that is that where your knowledge comes from? Yeah, just from him, <laughs> one album. <laughs> yeah, and just like, um, and I know that it's something to do with the Boston Tea Party and Thanksgiving and all of that. All comes it comes into it, and mm. yeah. So um, yeah, but guys, like, yeah, forgive us. We're British. All we get taught about is Henry the Eighth and his six fucking wives. Um, <laughs> in our yeah, history lessons, over and over every year, what we learn about oh, Henry the Eighth again. Henry the Eighth, you know, or what, oh, we had no World involvement and World War Two. Yeah, <laughs> World War Two. Um, yeah, Winston yeah. Churchill. We don't we don't get told anything about the slavery and the genocide that they were doing in Kenya um, and mm. the, the and the Benegal famine that Churchill was the one who yeah. put that about. So we don't get to learn about learn about those things um, you know what <laughs> what's so f- like i was thinking about this the other day i picked uh, sorry to go off topic but i picked um, okay. for my gcse's history one of them was history yeah and this is one of the only exams i got an a star in and it was a section of history just focusing on the russian revolution it's just so fucking wow. random the I russian revolution star- yeah, yeah, because have you ever seen the film Anastasia? It's like a Disney cartoon. Oh, it's about, yeah, it's about, it's about um, her family, the Romanov family. Yeah. I was just, I was hooked because I love the cartoon. I was like, I love this bitch. Oh, and, and did you, did you learn somewhere. about Rasputin as well? Yeah, and there was a whole song about Rasputin. Because he was a real person. Yeah, he was. He was. And, and he yeah, was like a magician. He was like a wizard or something or a witch or something like that. Yeah, like a healer and stuff. He was very, very creepy and got in there with the family. But yeah, like that. that is what my highlight of history at school. Oh, wow. <laughs> very useful wow. for the future. <laughs> I think my highlight was um, Jack the Ripper. You learned about him. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, all the time. All the time learning about Jack the Ripper, yeah. We didn't. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, in the Victorian times. And then, um, then going to the London Dungeons. 
as well. Oh, that's so sick. I did a Jack the yeah. Ripper walk once um, around oh, like Whitechapel and East it London. Whitechapel. It's Whitechapel, so the, good, the, the yeah. area that he was killing everyone. Whitechapel still has that eerie vibe when you're around there. Yeah. It's like, ooh. And there's a pub. There's a Jack the Ripper pub where he used to go and have drinks. Mm. Like, mad. Isn't it, crazy. Isn't it mad that, like, we've glorified a serial <laughs> killer who went after killing sex workers? Went, went after sex workers. I know. Mad. It's horrific. Madness. But it's just, it it's the interest, isn't it? Like, it's the interest that someone could go and do all of this stuff. And the way that he murdered these women was in a very specific way. So people thought he was like a doctor yeah. or a surgeon. Like, it's just very yeah. so, interesting. But even, but even that screams classism in the Victorian era. So mm. he was this classic classism. Like, he was he was this um, high, probably high established man um, in probably like a good career who mm-hmm. obviously enjoyed enjoyed hiring sex workers and then just wanted and then wanted some kind of power over women yeah very very I gross think that's what we need to talk about i can't wait to teach and all my kids how, about this so like they they yeah. can they can just bring a bit of sauce to the projects in it and how that that mirrors today as well the fact that sex workers yeah. are still targets Phoenix, for serial yeah. killers because they know that yes. they'll most likely not be investigated properly it's yeah it's still a thing because even like and even to the fact that the Yorkshire Ripper is basically named after Jack the Ripper. Yeah, yeah. Because he was he was also targeting sex workers in Yorkshire. Mm-hmm. Mad, madness, Creepy. madness. Yeah. But anyway, um, anyway, so on I to just... some lighter notes. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of sad. Gary Lineker is dark skinned. <laughs> did you know? I did. <laughs> I did. Oh, you did? Really? <laughs> no, I didn't. Like, no. Is, is that from appearance-wise you knew that? Or Okay, so guys, people who don't know who Gary Lineker is. Um, uh, so Gary Lineker um, is famously... Okay, I've, he was a footballer, right? Yeah, he was a very, very well-known footballer. He was and a now goalie, he's still a commentator. Was he a goalie? Okay, I yeah. don't know. I don't think he I was. Th- I think he was a goalie or something. Anyway, um, so Gary Lineker um, is like a footballer um, from in the UK, from the UK. But he and promotes basically he is also That's what, yeah, I've so known that's him what for. I was going to. So what he's <laughs> more famous for is being the Walker's Crisp guy, and that and that he wiggles his ears and whatever because he's got oh, big yeah. ears and stuff. Yeah, and like um, yeah, but he looks a bit like like he's from Wallace and Gromit, and um, he promotes Walker's Crisps in the UK. Mm. Um, yeah, but um, he what what was he on? Sorry, what what was he on? Why was he even talking about this? He was on a podcast, so it's called the highly oh. per- no, the these, high performance. These podcast. men need to stay off podcasts. <laughs> All of these men need to stay off podcasts. All of them, Matt Hancock, stay off podcasts. Who else? These in these incel Nixel men stay off podcasts. I'm just done. I saw one the other day. I put it on our story. Actually, it was this man on a podcast. This black guy from he sounded like he was from London, talking about how a girl was giving him head because you know they love to go in detail about sex because that's mm. the only thing that they enjoy talking about. And then he said that he's eating this taste of onions, yeah. and everyone the was fuck? like, "Why? Oh, yeah, you said that you, to me. Why are you offering up this information? Wait, <laughs> wait. The girl said that his penis tasted yeah. like onions. Yeah, and he, he was he, just telling and people that he had a gross penis. I thought he was talking know. about. Like, because I saw they put the aubergine emojis, but I thought they were talking about a girl. I thought that first, but then I listened again and I was like, he said that the girl said that he tasted like onions. That is just tragic, disgusting. And yeah, nasty, vile. That's nasty, sorry. I wasn't by the mic. I'll just repeat that. (laughs) But no, that's, ew, ew. Why is he volunteering that information? That's like, no, but this even shows, you know that Alani Fred? Yeah. When, yeah. And there's a lot okay, of them so there around. Was, there was an Alani Fred just to fill you in where um oh yeah, if you don't know of Alani, um check out Laid Bed podcast and follow her on Twitter. Um but every now and then she cut she has um these Twitter threads and she's like, Ladies mm. and basically there was one time she said, Ladies, tell me a time when um the the dirtiest guy you went to have sex with or did have sex with like was he just was he stinky did he not wear deodorant blah 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 the stories that were coming out we've spoken about it before on this podcast but disgusting like and I've heard I've seen some stories about like I've heard some stories where like men have had like 
knob cheese and stuff like yeah, that and mushrooms. then they still went and sucked their dick and mushrooms <sighs> growing in the shower i mean if you guys Ugh. i this is not on understandable oh gosh <laughs> yeah oh my gosh actually but and then when I was listening to one extra and they were talking about changing bedsheets and a newsreader said, oh, there was a time he didn't change his bedsheets for like four months and he had mm. to peel off the crispy bedsheets and there was a yeah. layer of dust Where in between. This, where is this culture coming from? I don't think it was four months. It was longer than four washing. months. It was like a, a couple of years or something weird, but like disgust. Like, honestly, how can I you can't stay sleep in, in my bed. Like, like honestly, my I, if I go over a week... Probably a week you and a half. You start feeling a bit gross. That's when it's like, yeah, ooh, like, it's yeah, like you just it, know when your face has been sweating, your hair's been yeah. like on your pillow cases. Even though I'm like, I'm like, my I need to change out. my bed sheets, but like, mm. I'm moving, so it's like, I like, yeah. I just want, I only want one pair of dirty bed sheets. Like, I don't want loads of washing mm. when I when I move in, you know. Like, I just, yeah. like, I did, I did a wash as well today, just of some clothes and stuff, but. Like I've only got like a couple of towels in there. I don't mm. want like a load of bedding to wash when I arrive. No, it's long. Like so, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not changing them until like I move out. But no, just disgusting, disgusting. <laughs> Ew. Um, what were we talking about? Gary Lineker. Gary yeah. Lineker. Um, yeah. So Going what, on. Do oh you yeah, have, he was on do a podcast. What he said? Yeah. So he, um, he was on a podcast and he spoke about the abuse he experienced by school schoolmates, um, and claims it continued into his professional career. So he said, "I was a tiny, geeky kid with darkish skin. I had pretty much, I had pretty much racist abuse. Although I'm as English as they come." Mm. Everyone go and look at a picture of Gary Lineker right now. Please, please go and look at Gary Lineker. Brown skin boy. Please go and look at Gary Lineker. Like, okay, no, no. I mean, because, I, okay, I was about to kind of maybe not defend him, but maybe have a bit of an excuse to the to the point of, okay, so, you know, like... I ain't mad you know, at like, it. Kind I, of, I, I, uh, no, I'm mad at this. I'm mad at what he's saying, but as in I'm just not. kind of with what what he might be thinking of. I'm mad. At, I'm definitely mad at what he's saying, but like okay. what he's um thinking of, like because you know, like how back in the day, kind of like if you had a tan, that meant that you was working outside a lot, so that would mean more more mean that you're poorer, kind mm -hmm. of thing. So him growing up with darkish skin, maybe his skin was just a little bit more tanned or he'd catch the sun a bit more than the other people in the playground, then mm. they might associate that with being poor and being, um, and like, you know, maybe working on a farm and stuff like that and not like, you know? Mm -hmm. So in that sense, maybe I can understand. And I would prefer it if he put that connotation on what he's saying. Because... yeah. The like because the and okay coming to it the reason why I am mad at what he said, um him like because okay like fine say about oh I was picked on for having darkish skin like if he said and I don't mind that that he said that mm. it would have been better if he added the context of having darkish skin in comparison to my peers. I feel like yeah. that would have been a bit more explanation. But I, I'm not mad at him saying for having darkish skin being picked on. However, I am mad at saying I, I receive like almost racist abuse. Don't like, because that is watering down what racism, like the whole mm. aspect of racism actually is because there's more to racism than just being picked on because of your skin color, because there's all the other connotations, like as in like the stereotypes that come when you are black and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like no one looked at Gary Lineker and thought he was a black person or thought he was a mixed race person. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, no one yeah. looked at him and thought that. So I have a problem with him saying that I received borderline racist abuse. No, you didn't. It wasn't borderline. There was no border there. It wasn't close to racist abuse because like you weren't, you weren't chased down the street and mm. had like, you know, stones thrown at you or had dogs set on you and stuff I'll like that. Like that all the systemic all, racism. Yeah. Literally all the things that like I've like the stories I've heard from like my uncles and aunties and my mom and stuff like that, then being in a big family and like how like and this is being a family where you've got um it's pretty much half and half with like kind of light skin and dark skin. Like mm. I've heard a lot of stories of how 
they get chased down and what you know stuff that happens that is racist abuse and like he grew mm-hmm. up in the same like same similar age as like kind of my parents and stuff like that so i you you know what racist abuse was like you you would have kind of grown up in the era of no dogs no irish no blacks you know yeah so like you true. even know what what abuse like the irish were getting and stuff as well mm-hmm. so no like so I, I have a problem with him saying borderline racist abuse because he is diluting what yes. racist abuse is mm-hmm. yeah i think i agree with you um mm-hmm. i feel like the fact that he's saying as well um that he's darkish skinned it kind of makes me think that he doesn't have close proximity to any black people mm-hmm. or he hasn't throughout his whole life I know he's probably had colleagues being a footballer yeah and like people that you work with that ha- are fully black but it's like how can you as a white I was looking at pictures of him just now to try and think maybe he looks Italian I'm, I'm even grasping at straws because it's like no you don't look no you don't look like you're <laughs> anything but white English yeah um and then he said, I pretty much, ha- much had racist abuse. It's not racist abuse. You might have been discriminated against because you look a bit darker. You might have been p- picked on and bullied. Yeah, picked on. But it's not racist abuse because racist, racist abuse, abuse is a lot deeper than that. And, and then and it shows my- that you don't understand what racist abuse is either. Yeah, it's a bit like you think it's just a minor little, oh, someone's calling yeah. you a name. Um, oh, don't, and don't then- call the race cards. Not, don't make everything <laughs> about race. That's, that's what it's giving. Yeah. And the thing that kind of um, irks me the most about all of this is um, when he said, although I'm as English as they come. And it's like, this is the whole thing. David Lamb is fighting and fighting and fighting to be called black English. And it's like, they (laughs) people don't think you're English. Like if you don't look like a, a white person... You're We're never going to be yeah, in the English category. English. Even though I was born here, my father was born here. Mm-hmm. Most of my father's siblings were born in London in mm-hmm. the 50s and 60s. We're still not seen as English. So him saying, mm-hmm. I'm as English as they come. It's like, oh, so what English means There's to a, you and to yeah. a lot of people is whites. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> difference. Like, you're insinuating that people darker than you are not are as English. English as they come. Yeah. Even though, <laughs> you know, I love my shepherd's pie, but obviously I'm not as English as you because, yeah. <laughs> because I don't have the same I mean, skin colour as you. I, I do like a bit of bangers and mash now and, then, now mm. and again, you know, toad in the hole. Mm. Bubble and squeak. Oh, I haven't had that in so long. But they I really have a like lot it. of shit food here, innit? Why is everything sausages? I, I like sausages. Like vegan. No, uh, I do, like, vegan I do like them, but why is everything like a processed food? Like, as in for the national food? <laughs> because of the war. I, I'm sure it yeah, is. Yeah, you of the did war. say that. Because you said about yeah, like, um, your granny liking spam or something. All they have is the, the random scrappy things like yeah. like the potatoes, the spam, and everything beef. in jars. Yeah, like everything in jars and tins. Like they, they like yeah. the weird the weird food and like the potatoes in a tin. That's why the like... Um, carrots in a tin. Oh yeah, that's why baked beans is like a national UK yeah. dish. They're, because they don't really have it the in war. Europe. Yeah. No, they don't. And like whenever I go on holidays and I go all inclusive I'm like oh as a vegan I could really do with like just a couple of beans on my plate because they are full of protein yeah. like they are actually really good yeah, for yeah. you I could do with some ble- beans on toast like something quick but you, yeah. you don't really get it anywhere else no. but even baked beans is kind of processed because it's like they put the beans in a weird yeah. syrup like why is, it in a weird, why is it in a weird syrup in, in, a, in a tin um yeah <laughs> But yeah, that's my only problem. Like Gary, I'm not mad at him, but I just think the comment is just very um, it's uh, wrong. <laughs> it's just not there. It's like it's, it's very out of touch. Yeah, out and of touch. That's it. It's very out of touch. Like because if he had really done it, it's it's giving. I did not research what I'm talking about before I decided to open my mouth. And yeah, like how do they end yeah. up on these topics? This is the problem with podcasting. Exactly. You can just be talking and talking and talking. And then next week, you know, something you've said has gone viral because you've just been chatting for like an hour and a half. You've been chatting some rubbish. <laughs> <You forget. laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, yeah. Gary Lineker, um, Mr. I'm as English as they come, please, that like, you did not suffer racist abuse. Mm. You clearly, you clearly have not spoken to any of your black peers who are the same age as you to understand what racist abuse they got growing up. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and it runs a bit deeper than having darkish skin that like it literally mm. runs as deep as they need to know who your parents are because they would be checking they'll be checking if you're mixed race they want mm. to know who your parents are so please shut up <laughs> <laughs> do your research like if you really want to you can you can look into colorism you know I, but I, you know, mm. like that, that was, that's closer to what you're experiencing. Yeah. Not race abuse. Colorism at the very, yeah. very, very least. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, say, just say you're being picked on because you had big ears and they didn't like you. Yeah. In it, because you're a geek. Just say you're a geek and we'll, we're, we'll be fine with that. <laughs> and you, and you, you probably, he probably wasn't one of those smart beat geeks. That's why he got into football, innit? Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so BT Awards. Then mm. tell me about it. I didn't see anything. <laughs> you so, sent me some stuff and I still haven't watched it yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the girls are really doing bits. Like, let me just. Yeah. Right. There's Chloe Bailey, there's Lizzo. There's yep. Mariah Carey coming out at um, Lotto, Lato, however oh, you call it. Her to, performance. So wait, is that what you were talking about? To do the, yeah. to perform that song? Yeah, okay. so she did the fantasy and then Lato, how do you say and it in the, English? Lotto, Lotto. Lotto? Lato? Yeah, Lotto. Is Lato. it an A or is it an O? <laughs> it's Lato. an A. It, oh, so yeah, Lato, I would say so. Lato. Ladle. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not really into Sorry, her. Um, <laughs> like, I don't really gel with her music. But that song with Mariah, oh, it was so yeah. cute. They did like a tribute to her. And then she Big came D down. Energy. It's yeah. a good song though. The song is very catchy. And as well, it's yeah. nice because it's like, they've re-upped the song and then they're still paying tribute to Mariah Carey and Mariah mm-hmm. Carey's still involved. And I, that's what I like about these, with these art, with these like new songs where they're using samples and stuff mm-hmm. that there's, that there's, they're still bringing the artists out, you know? Yeah, and that's nice, what I like. Like, like H bringing out, having a shanty before, like, yeah. imagine performing with really a shanty, cool. like, you know, and it, <laughs> and it is cool. Cause like, they're, they're not like, they're not butchering the songs. The songs ain't shit. No. Like the songs are actually good. And they're not, they're not just copying the song. But like they mm-hmm. are, it's like they are paying tribute to the song and to the artist, which is it's great. Yeah, yeah. Although I do like a good original. Um, of they're course, not, we they're all not do. doing a bad job. These lot, but then, but um, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of these songs were also samples by those artists. <laughs> yeah, very true, very true. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. But, like um, yeah, in the two thousands, they were doing a lot of sampling, mm. <laughs> and we just didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, she brought Mariah out and I don't know if she's ill or something. I don't think she is ill, but she sang very well. But like she had a man, like maybe it's she was playing up to the role of being like a queen, but she had a man oh. like holding her hand to bring her out. And I thought, is she all right? Yeah. Like she don't she don't need a supportive person. But then she was singing. I think it was just to show, oh, the queen has arrived and like oh, a man. Okay. And the big dick energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um but it, it wasn't completely translating to you though. <laughs> <laughs> um who else performed? So oh Jasmine Sullivan won award as well. Oh, so did Thames, um and then oh Mary J. Blige and Little Kim performed for Diddy. So I'll get back okay. to Diddy in a sec. But um Jack Harlow and Brandy. I know we need to talk about this a little bit because we spoke about this before. Yeah. So he brought her out when he did first class. I, to I absolutely do her love rap. that. <laughs> Say oh, like, it wasn't rap. serious beef. Yeah, she did her whole rap I and they did a dance together that. as well. <laughs> I love it. See, this is the thing. I love it when like they they're pretending like they have beef, but of course they don't have beef. Yeah. Like, of course she wasn't offended that he that she didn't know. Um, that there were siblings like why That's is that something thought, to be everyone offended in the timeline was getting they so were really into, like, eating out. into that and it's like come on like they're just doing fake beef and this is just getting brandy's name and then she and she came out with the whole she came out with like three verses yeah <laughs> like, on the and, <laughs> not gonna lie i'm glad that i ju- backed jack at the beginning because i was like this can't yeah. this can't be as deep as what everyone is yeah. complaining about like back it's, brandy. Not, it's not real it's like, it was like whatever but, yeah. and jack was even like he was even um tagging brandy like whoops <laughs> like you know <laughs> so like nah of course it's not that deep i love it but, i love that for them yeah. i love that for jack actually same you know, but she brandy was really gassed on. 
She was gassed to be performing with him because she was like, oh, Jack's really, he's made me want to get into rapping more. Like I've always wanted to be a rapper. And now this is the first time I've rapped on stage. (laughs) Maybe maybe he helped her with with the lyric, with the rhymes. Yeah. Maybe. Because I was maybe. just like, who wrote this? Who wrote this for Brandy? That's what I was <laughs> well, I reckon Brandy probably can do it herself. Like I reckon of she's, course, she's of course got she the can, skills. She is, she is um, you know. Yeah, mm. but like, oh, but he probably works with her on the rap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cute. That's I hilarious. Really like it. it is. It is. But it's it like, is this cute. is how you do pay tribute to, even though yeah. it's not Fergie, like it was Fergie's song, when it, this is how you celebrate black women who are like yeah. legends in the game. Like, let's, and as let's well, keep Jack doing Hollow, this. Because I like what you said, like he's doing mm. a lot of, like he does, he does celebrate black women quite a bit. He does. And, and well, he actually, uplifts um, them. Yeah, and one thing I wanted to mention in terms of Jack Harlow. So he was wearing a little Nas X t-shirt. Mm. Um, yeah, when he kind of went in and apparently BET, um, like BET and little Nas X, apparently they've, they haven't really been, like they don't nominate him for awards and stuff like oh. that. And um, and little Nas X actually has done like, has done a diss track about the BET awards <laughs> and stuff before as well. And um <laughs> And like I find it is it's cute how Jack Harlow mm. would be like, Yeah, let me wear my let let me wear Little Nas X t shirt to show tribute to him and to show like I'm sorry, mm-hmm. he needs to have a presence here. Because yeah, like I'm yeah. sorry, this is the BET Awards and the biggest the biggest um male pop pop slash hip hop um mm-hmm. hip hop artist you're not giving any awards for when he's yeah. doing bits doing absolute bits and it's like I'm sorry like and this does come onto a conversation of just like homophobia within the black within the black community it really does yeah yeah I think what was interesting though Billy Porter did a performance um Mm -hmm. I'm not saying this means that there's no there's no homophobia in that room because there definitely is but Billy Porter did like an amazing performance as a tribute to ballroom and um drag queens lgbt people trans people and he brought out like um some of the like key figures so um i don't know if you know he's the he's the model guy that has uh well he's albino i think that's okay oh i think key figures in the community yeah yeah like current key yeah. figures and um dominique from pose, from pose. Yeah, yeah he brought her I, out yeah, and they yeah they did an amazing I just, performance. yeah i was asking if um he brought people out from pose because obviously Not, he was in pose isn't it yeah but no yeah but so it was like key figures in the community yeah okay. and there was like disco songs on and like the old the old like house songs on and mm-hmm. it was really I, I really enjoyed it like i just felt so fulfilled when i watched it i was like oh i love this and keep oh. keep it up keep doing this yeah it um, sounds good but yeah that performance was really good and then there was another performance from um, it was a tribute to a Lifetime Achievement Award that Diddy received and mm-hmm. um, all of his people that he worked with like from Bad Boy Records like come out so Lil' Kim Mary J um, Busta Rhymes other people oh. but they, they were all good but when Diddy was performing I wasn't blown away it's like have you lost I don't know if it's out of breath or what's going on but there's mm-hmm. there was no performance I there think- we need to recognise that he has actually been out of the game. Like he hasn't yeah, he's been. He's an entrepreneur you know, and now. He's, he's, not, he's not, as, not as young as he used to be. I think so. We have to consider that. Also, we need to consider that, like, because he was like quite quite more of a producer, and a lot of the things mm. like was a lot of ad libs. Like obviously he had his own things, and he was on a lot of mm-hmm. tunes and stuff. But then, like that was all kind of studio stuff. We we're not mm. used to. We weren't like, because obviously with our age group and that, we're not used to seeing them live. Do you know mm. what I mean? And I feel like that's another consideration. And it's like, he's just, he's he's grown now, you know? He hasn't been in the game. Like, you know, he probably hasn't been like kind of doing his work. He probably hasn't been doing the workouts like in, mm. like in preparation for a live show as such, yeah. you know? And it's like, what do you really expect from him? Like, I didn't really re- expect him to be prancing around, yeah. like doing this stuff. And I think yeah. maybe because the bar is so high, because the women are just outperforming mm-hmm. men constantly at these award shows, that when we see the men perform, we're like, uh, all you're doing is walking around. All you're doing yeah. is standing and like, doing a little bop and then moving. It's mm-hmm. like the women are literally, but this like is the Chloe thing. Bailey, 
wow, incredible. Yeah. Lizzo, incredible. Like there's so many good performances. <laughs> it just shows though, like it just in society, black women have to be able to do absolutely everything to get mm. anywhere, to get That's even true. half of the recognition as their male counterparts. And, yeah. it's, and it's shown in every single industry. It's very true, very true. Um, some of the one of the other performances I like was Mooney Long. She did yours, man. Oh gosh, I fucking love Mooney Long. You know, yeah. Like, and that I'm was sorry, just beautiful. Like, yeah, and what I love about Mooney Long is how she's doing, like the R and B that she does, is very kind of like the old school theatrical R and B, like where it's just mm. like like you expect the music video that she'll be in the rain kind of thing. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, looking looking out of a rainy window and just like you know this overly dramatic kind of mm-hmm. thing and so it's true. absolutely I, I love it and like and she has her little tag which I fucking love the yeah like yeah, I'm sorry yeah. she was doing that and getting the crowd to sing it back <laughs> I fucking love it I love it and actually oh she's got a new song um got a song with Sweetie and it's has like she? a um oh it's it's like a kind of um a da- it's like a dance song Ooh. and like okay actually which brings us on to the next subject is like house and dance music coming back in fashion or something is it like trending because it's very weird that Drake and Beyonce are bringing out like house slash dance albums Mm. (laughs) yeah yeah I think to be fair with Drake I was thinking about it the other day and most of his songs that I like are his kind of like tropical house dance ones like controller passion fruit get the shit together Mm. like those ones are like the summer ones that I love yeah the bops so maybe they're just the ones that are, uh, that do well when the summer comes along. And he wanted to drop a summer album. So he thought, let me just get on this house vibe. And then Beyonce, I don't know where that come from. <laughs> I was like, but- wow, <laughs> this is different. <laughs> I mean, actually, I don't think it's that different because remember, because, mm. you know, Run um, Run the World, that was on yeah. that was on Swedish House Mafia's track. Mm. Well, wait, how does this new one go again? Sing it. I forgot. Um, oh, I've forgotten. What's it called again? I'll, I'll uh, be able to see it when I know what it's in my called. Head. Uh, you won't break my soul. soul. You won't break my soul. Isn't that? Isn't it on a Robin S song? I think. Is I or haven't even it... heard it. I've just seen it on Instagram on everyone's reels. Should I play it? Okay. I like after today because it it comes on the radio today. I was just like, no, I'm adding it to my playlist. Like, it is a bop. I am <laughs> dancing to it. And like, I do actually like, I do actually like dance music. Like, I feel like this song is more dance than house. It's not house. It's mm. like dance, you know. Yeah. Um, and she's but, got other dance know. songs like School in Life is a bit of a dancey one. And then mm. she's got um, Standing on the Sun. Is that? Huh? Standing on the Sun. That's oh, a dancey know. one. I don't know from... Um, you from title just just random titles <laughs> uh but yeah But yeah, I'm. I I do Random. enjoy I do enjoy like the dance the dance music like, basically because basically like me and my cousins and my sister like we were all into like house and dance dance music like in the when it was what um twenty twenty thirteen twenty twelve twenty thirteen oh my gosh disclosure that disclosure <laughs> album disclosure settled, was a moment um, <laughs> Gorgon City. Um, yeah. who else and like and as well like we're we're like garage heads as well so that's why I feel like we transitioned mm. into like the house era but then when the house era just became oons oons and there was nothing more to it no lyrics yeah literally it's like oh no and as well like so like the M and EK and the Sam Smith yeah doing the vocals yeah yeah you know what shocks me though is the amount of people in this country that really do love house music with no words I don't think they like it I think is it just the vibe that all their friends go for yeah yeah it's like it's like that's what you listen to when you're high when you're like when you're high yeah and not high on weeds it's on high on other shit I guess if you're young and you're white 
and you know all of the guys and girls from your area are going to be going to this event it's like oh like let me go there they're, they're like, not listening <laughs> to the music yeah they're not listening yeah, to the music and, like, they're just there for the vibes and then and like and as well do you find like with a lot of white people they don't actually know how to dance like they're just all <laughs> like moving and jumping about yeah. i've noticed that you know because no matter what music you put on it will still be the same like housey kind yeah. of dance it's like oh, you can move your and hips a bit but i feel like <laughs> i think that's because even from like i'm just remembering school discos and school and stuff like that and they'll put like kind of like the indie rock stuff and they'll put rock stuff on and like mm. everyone just jumps up and down and it was always yeah. like that. Everyone would jump True. up and down. And it's like, but yeah, it's like white people don't know how to dance. They don't know how to catch a rhythm, how to catch a vibe <laughs> and to actually wind their waist and actually dance yeah. and move yeah. themselves. Um, I was and, and I think that's to... another reason why white people like reggae music because you don't really like, like no, it's easy to catch cool. the beat of reggae. Yeah. So it's easy, easy to catch the beat and all you have to do is more, is kind of do a sway. Mm. And like even the sway sometimes looks offbeat for a lot of them. But yeah, yeah. it w- kind of works. <laughs> yeah, because even the other day, so yesterday I was on the train and I was listening to McFly. The old songs, just like, oh, I love mm. McFly. They're Essex boys, I love them. And then <laughs> I was listening to Five Colours in Her Hair. It's like, and I was like, how did I ever dance to this? I must have literally just been jumping around. Yeah, there's no, there's no, because I was even thinking, how would I tap my foot to this? How would I like do a two step? You can't. Like mm. everybody wants to know her name. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. Do? You just, you, like, you jump up and down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You jump up just and down and like shake your head like this with your arms up. Like, ah, literally. You guys can't see me, but like, yeah. I, sorry, I had to demonstrate. <laughs> I, I was just thinking, there's no way that I can dance ever properly to this. Like you, no. you just have to jump. <laughs> oh but do you know no but I need to listen properly but do you know who I think you you could dance to Jamiroquai oh, I love Jamiroquai <laughs> I grew up listening to him my dad loves him I love Jamiroquai as well oh, he's sick uh, I've, I've, he's I one do, white I've, guy I've, that I, I really rate who's who's he's crossed yeah. he's in that like jazz funk kind of genre but like, let him do it. Like he's, he's smashed it. He's made so many yes. fucking bangers. Yeah. And I don't think but, um, he's problematic from what I know, except I've seen him wearing like no, Native American he headdresses like in his videos. Oh. But other than but that- then It was a different time back then though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. told Cheryl Cole, uh, I think that she's a shit singer. <laughs> do you remember <laughs> this when he was on The X no. Factor and then he wasn't invited oh, back again? <laughs> I don't remember he was on, I didn't remember that he was on there. Oh, wait, he, he was told just Cheryl performing. Cole when, when Cheryl Cole was a judge? Yeah, I think he was drunk and he, he, he said something like bad. It was either that she's shit or he told her to fuck off. That's so funny. I'm going to try and, <laughs> and find that on like YouTube. Him. I was like, Cheryl is not I'm a bit of me. I'm going to try and find it on YouTube. That's hilarious. Yeah. And she's a shit singer as well. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Um, yeah. Anyway, should we inject it? Should we inject some yes. positive vibes? What are you injecting? Um. Oh, actually... One thing, I don't think I've ever said this before, but it's like kind of my mantra when the summer comes around is mm-hmm. when the sun's out, don't feel guilty for like dropping your, your to-do lists and your, oh, like I've got yeah. chores to do, I've got to catch up with things. When the sun, the sun doesn't come out enough over here. Yeah. And when it does come out, just get outside and just be out doing things because you don't want mm-hmm. to regret like staying in on hot days and then all of a sudden like today I was wearing fucking sandals and it was raining. Oh, but um, yeah, when it's hot, and it's a weekend and you've been working all week get outside like don't if if you want to that is but like get outside mm-hmm. and soak up the sun and make some memories in the sun with your friends and family oh that's cute i like that mm. i like what's that. yours um okay i'm gonna go back to one that both of us have said in previous mm. episodes and mine is manifest. Keep manifesting the things <laughs> that you want. Because guys, I thought you'd say that. <laughs> yeah, my, some of my manifestations are co- have like I was going through my manifestation this day, and some of the, my manifestations are coming are coming to fruition. And mm. I, I just added a few things on my manifestation list because I feel like when I add it on there, it's kind of like it's like a promise that this is what mm-hmm. I'm going to work towards. One day I'll get this. Yeah. And, um, yeah so like just yeah manifest and as well like even just I don't know what it was this morning today like I just went on a walk this is before I was getting like bits of good good news ish kind of Mm. but um 
Like it's a, well, it wasn't really good news. It's just I don't know, just things, just things were just happening in it, and I just mm. was like, because oh. I mean, I, I've been spending money, guys, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, but um, yeah, like I was just on my board this morning, and I was just thinking about things, and I was just thinking, you know what, like just like as well, kind of in terms of dating and stuff, and I was just thinking, you know what, like what I want was will come to me, and just one of my affirmations that I kind of say to myself is. I attract what I want and what I want is attracted to me. Um, mm, I like and that. And yeah, maybe that could be like the little injected quote. Um, but like, I just feel like, you know, if you like put out what you want to the universe mm-hmm. and you will attract it and just and just like yeah it just attracts like you you can attract the things that you want and what you desire for yourself and you know like and putting out those manifest manifestations and having that mm. idea of you know what this is what i see for myself and this is what i believe i deserve in life mm. and yeah you know and you know what you'll start attracting these the positive energy and like it's just it's i feel like with manifestations it's Rather than thinking of it as a to-do list and a tick box, tick box exercise, think of them more as like a promise to yourself that this mm. is like where you want to be and you will you will get there one day. Like, and it doesn't mm-hmm. have to have a time limit. Like, make like sometimes don't make your manifestations time sensitive because that's when it mm-hmm. starts to feel like you're putting pressure on yourself. And it's kind of like try and actually manifest what you truly want for yourself and what you what you know that you deserve in life um mm. so yeah that yeah that's what i'm injecting this week just for for everyone Aww. like and like yeah and if you want to take my affirmation i attract what i want and what i want is attracted to me um yeah like you know use it because like i just mm. like, i like using it when i go when i'm walking and stuff like that when i go on walks and stuff but yeah, yeah. i like that i think i'm gonna tell myself that more to be honest yeah because like, i feel like it works with people like and not not i'm not talking about just like dating situations but with friends mm-hmm. and like with colleagues yeah. and stuff like if you want exactly. to build a relationship with someone if you put a bit of energy into it and say that you're attracted to this friendship and then the person mm-hmm. does it back because you you're on a similar like level then eventually things will like work it out will, and yeah. you may make a friend or you may make like a network colleague or something like yeah. do you know what i mean exactly yeah i like that yeah um thank you guys for listening to us this week mm. we hope that you enjoyed this episode um yeah. and don't forget we are now back on youtube hopefully um, i'm just adding <laughs> hopefully <laughs> just in case but like yeah check out our mini our mini sode um of our love island review we'll be on youtube if you want to see our lovely faces or mm-hmm. you can um or hopefully like hopefully be able to see our lovely faces on spotify also because you now can yeah. upload video on spotify and um yeah we hope that you enjoyed this episode Mm-hmm. And we are Inject It Podcast And you can find us at Inject It underscore pod On Instagram, on Twitter and on YouTube um, And yeah, I'm Alexandra You can find me at A-L-X-N-D-R underscore N-I-C On Instagram And I'm Diana, And you can find me at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore on Instagram Go and follow us Whoop whoop Yes And yeah Thanks Ooh. you guys For listening Don't forget to Use the hashtag Injective podcast And also give us a rating On Spotify On mm. Whatever else you rate On Apple And also Yeah Give us some Likes and follows On YouTube as well If you enjoy mm. Our minisodes as well But um Our minisode will also be Uploaded on Spotify as well Guys who just want to listen to it As a mm-hmm. podcast <laughs> so, On Spotify yeah. And all the podcasting <laughs> platforms as well So yeah Don't worry mm. <laughs> But yeah Cool <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye.